Hi, I'm Clyde Kylo, and this is Verse by Verse, a short podcast all about exploring the insights and lessons of the inspired Word of God. In the early part of Acts 19, we read that Paul found some disciples living in Ephesus, and in getting to know them, he asked if they had received the Holy Spirit when they believed. Their reply was surprising. What are you talking about? What's the Holy Spirit? Upon further questioning, they said they were baptized into John's baptism, which would have been some years before. That brings us to our scripture of focus in today's podcast, Acts 19, verses 5 through 6. When they heard this, they were baptized in the name of the Lord Jesus. And when Paul had laid hands on them, the Holy Spirit came upon them, and they spoke with tongues and prophesied. Now, we could explore insights in this verse about the Holy Spirit or speaking in tongues, but I want to narrow it down to this concept about laying hands on them. Today, people seem to have the opposite problem. They're usually familiar with the Holy Spirit, but know little about the laying on of hands. I conducted a Bible study years ago in which I asked, oh, 30 or 40 people, how many had been baptized at some point in their lives, either as babies, children, or adults, and whether by sprinkling, pouring, or immersion, nearly all had. And then I asked, how many of you had hands laid upon you at that baptism? No one had, or had ever heard any explanations about that doctrine. Why is that? Especially when Hebrews 6.6 lists the laying on of hands as one of the foundational doctrines right alongside repentance, faith, baptisms, the resurrection, and eternal judgment. Now, those are all important issues in all Christian religions. So why isn't the laying on of hands? A quick study of the Bible finds the laying on of hands throughout the Old and New Testaments. And in all cases, it was richly symbolic. Jacob laid his hands on his grandsons Ephraim and Manasseh to pronounce special blessings upon them. God had the families of Israel lay hands on the Levites to recognize their work in the tabernacle. The Levites would lay hands on the sacrifices they offered on behalf of the people. Just before dying, Moses laid hands on Joshua, passing on the mantle of leadership. In the New Testament, Jesus laid his hands on children to bless them and on the sick to heal them. The apostles laid hands on the men they ordained to serve as deacons and ministers. Then there's the account in Acts 8 where Peter and John laid hands on another group of people, previously baptized, so that they might receive the Holy Spirit. So why does God have physical individuals, particularly ministers as we see in the New Testament, involved in such a process? Can't He just give us His Spirit as He did to the 120 on the day of Pentecost in Acts 2? Can't God heal without having someone lay hands on us? Well, of course He can. Why is this so important and foundational then? Here are a couple of things to consider. First, it shows God is working in our lives. Isn't it interesting that the most important phases of a person's life involve the ceremony of the laying on of hands? When a baby is born, they are brought before the minister to formally ask God through the laying on of hands to bless the child. When a person is married, the minister lays hands on them asking God to sanctify and bless them. When one is baptized, another human is involved, a minister laying hands upon them, asking God to impart His Spirit to guide them in their spiritual life. When someone is sick, 
We're told to call on the elders, to lay hands on them, to seek God's healing and presence. The laying on of hands is a constant symbolic reminder that we are in God's hands. What were the last words of Jesus? He said, Father, into your hands I commend my spirit. The hand of God, the hands of God, is mentioned often in the Bible, and it represents God's strength, power, authority, and presence. God reminds us that He is involved with every aspect of our lives, from birth to death, from cradle to grave. And while we cannot see Him, the laying on of hands is a ceremony He gave to assure us that He is always overseeing our lives. Second, we also learn from the laying on of hands something about the family of God. We are here to share one another's burdens and joys, our blessings and sufferings. We are not to be off by ourselves, independent from others. I don't baptize myself, anoint myself, marry myself, bless myself, ordain myself, because it's just me and God. No, God is working with and through other people. And these important life events that involve the laying on of hands help us to connect to one another, always reminding us that He's working with all of us as His family. Well, Acts 19 was a huge turning point in the life of the members in Ephesus, and it's just one of the many examples in the Bible of the importance of the laying on of hands. Verse by Verse is a companion podcast to the Daily Bible Verse blog, which you can find on the Life, Hope, and Truth Learning Center. Check out the show notes for more.